guys. I got Matt Moyer on uh, episode two of Found a Way podcast. It's a long, long uh, time friend of mine. Um, well, we've been we've been AU teammates for three years. Uh, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth grade. I had the pleasure of playing with this dude, man. Uh, one of the best teammates I probably ever had. Um, really set the standard for the younger generation as far as you know delivering on the court but also delivering in the classroom as well so i know last time we talked man um you told me you was in georgia doing your thing uh with your with your agent and uh working out for the draft so how's that process been bro how's the how's the uh, work going in georgia man honestly i'm just down here just trying to get better uh you know that's the main goal for me just getting better um also uh, finishing my master's as well and um it's been good to just get away and um you know, be away from home, and like I said, just working on getting better, getting stronger, and uh, whatever opportunity presents itself next, uh, just embark on right, that. Right, 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 exactly. So I'm, I'm just really proud of you, bro, because I know that's been a, 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 a long-term goal of yours. We've been talking about that in AU, how we're going to go to college. Well, we, most of us did that, uh, got our degrees, and now we're both in grad school. I mean, you graduated, right, uh, for George Washington? Yeah, so I got my um, master's in management. Right now, I'm just working on my certification in real estate development and project management. Um, just trying to do that and just add that on to it and uh, finish up this summer. Yeah. So, really good, 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 good. So we all, yeah, so going back in our younger days, bro, so we all knew you was a BSEC and Hannah. But the thing was, the, the one thing that was interesting was you went to prep school uh, your senior year at South Kent. Uh, describe that pro What's the difference between, like, a regular high school and going to um, – you know, prep school. Because you played with guys like Miles Powell. You played against elite competition. And I think that got you right for Syracuse. So so describe that that experience at South Kent. Oh, man. I mean, South Kent was a, it was a crazy experience. You know, like I said, you know, going from a public high school, you know, you're living at mm -hmm. home, you know, under, under your parents' roof to, you know, going out to Connecticut, you know, prep school, a boarding right. school in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. You know, where the talent level was crazy. Um, playing in the NEPSAC, you know, playing against guys like, you know, Amari Spellman, mm -hmm. um, Christian Powell, and, you know, and, you, and like you said, you know, playing with guys like Tremont Waters, right. Miles Powell, right. Elijah. You know, just to have that experience was just special. Um, you know, uh, I would say the best part about prep school for me was definitely um, the routine you're in. You know, you wake up, you go mm -hmm. to chapel, you know, you have practice in the morning, 6 a.m. lifts. It's just, you know, the routine that, that, that they put you on in prep school is very similar to college. And I think that routine is kind of what really helped prepare me. <laughs> right, right. Year. So you won Gatorade Player of the Year, right? Senior year? Dang. Yeah, I mean, went out there, I hooped. Yeah. Won Gatorade Player of the Year. It was definitely a special year for me, um, especially doing it in the league like the Triple triple A NEPSAC, right. playing against teams like Brewster, uh, Northfield, Mount Hermon. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I can go down the list. Yeah. Right. Talent level was incredible. Right, so you you really think South Kent got you like really prepared for Syracuse, um, because you know once you went to Syracuse, like the ACC was probably the best conference in college basketball by far. I mean, especially defensively, and th that adjustment going from high school to the ACC right away and getting minutes right away. How was that? I mean, was it was it adjustment at first? How was how was you know, how was practice and stuff like that? Because I know when I got to college. Um, you know, practice was like three hours instead of two, and then warm-ups felt like it was the actual practice in high school. So yeah, describe that experience at, at Syracuse, bro, because you really got some minutes in the beginning. 
Uh, well, actually, when I first got yeah. to Syracuse, that that year I actually broke my foot uh, so and had to yeah. redshirt. Yes, yeah, so I had to redshirt my freshman year, which was really good for me. But like I said, you know, everything as far as college and preparing for college, I felt like I was ready for you know the college practices, you know, study table, all that, just because of prep school. I feel like prep school prepared me for my redshirt right. year, and then eventually prepared before that first year I had at Syracuse that I played. So, so yeah, and especially playing under a legendary coach like that and playing alongside Tyus Battle, that's tough. That's tough. Nah, for sure. It was yeah. A tough, you know, playing, playing, you know, being able to fulfill childhood dreams like, you know, going to play at Duke. Yeah. You know, playing at right. Carolina, being able to play, uh, play in the Sweet 16 and um, stuff like that. It was just a crazy experience. Yeah, so, you know, the, the funny part is, bro, you want to hear a funny story? I was in Boca uh, a couple months ago, and I ran into some guys who are Syracuse fans, and they went to Syracuse University. Uh, they're like season ticket holders, and they was, they was saying that they knew you and stuff, and they was telling me how crazy it is to play in the Carrier Dome and, like, the fan experience. How was the fan experience? Because well, I heard it was, it's the most electric place to play. In college basketball, I mean, it was crazy. You know, just playing in front of thirty-five thousand every night. Um, the Carrier Dome is just a special place in general. Yeah. Um, you know, playing for Coach Beheim was an incredible opportunity to begin with. But uh, you know, the, the fans out there. I mean, I don't know many fan bases that can compete with Syracuse's fan base. Uh, it, it was a uh, definitely just a, just a crazy experience all in all. And you know, I'm blessed to have that experience. Right. So you was there. You was there for two years. Um, Went to the NCAA tournament before, but before that though, I remember uh, turning on my TV and then just watching you hoop against UConn, and that was one of the one probably one of your best games, man. And, like you was on ESPN just hooping, going. I think you had like eighteen and like and like five dunks or something, just going crazy, man. How was that? Just hooping in the Madison Square Garden, just going crazy like that on national television, because y'all played UConn on a national uh, on ESPN that night. Yeah, no, nah, that was crazy. You know, just uh, was, I remember it was I think it was a Dicky V. Uh, I think it was a Dicky V. Yeah, challenge or yeah. something like that. Uh -huh. and, um, yeah, televised game, um, Madison Square Garden, the bright lights. You know, the, the rivalry with Syracuse and UConn in the Garden. You know, the historic rivalry. Just you know, to be able to go out there and have the performance I had was just special. Um, my parents were there. It was actually on my dad's birthday, oh, so it was pretty cool to do that on my dad's birthday so i mean that was a special game special night for right sure. okay yeah nice yeah yeah that, like i said that was probably one of your one of your best games that you had like the highlight at your when you was at syracuse and stuff so you know after syracuse you you know transferred to bandy um because i remember when we linked up in the summer he was talking about how good of a coach uh jerry stackhouse was because uh, he got implemented into the head coaching job when you first got there right so uh he Oh, no. he 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 been there. So, no, 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 no. So actually, Bryce Drew is who recruited me to um, Vanderbilt. Okay. There, um, and when I came into Vanderbilt, that's when uh, Darius Garland came in. Yeah. To, uh, you know, we had Yanni Wetzel. I, I can go down the list. You know, Matt Ryan. The, the, the talent level was just incredible. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah. Darius Garland. Um, that year, only played five games, got hurt, and then um, we ended up actually not having a great year. But then my second year is when Coach Stackhouse got the job with Vanderbilt. Oh, and, okay. Uh, okay. Got to play. Yeah. 
Yeah, Coach Drew had got fired. So. Oh, okay. So how was it? How was it playing under Coach Stackhouse? Because you said he was a real one. I remember we was talking on the phone. You said he was a real one. Because, uh, like, he's an NBA vet and, like, passing that knowledge down to y'all. I bet you that was that, that was uh, great. Yeah, crazy experience. Just playing for Coach Stack. I mean, not only that, just, just the knowledge. You know, just, you know, everything, the wealth of knowledge that he brought to the table. I feel like I learned something new every single day. And, you know, not, not only that, I mean, he would get out there sometimes and play with us. I mean, he would get out there and play five It was cool to just, you know, have a vet like that where, you know, a coach where if you ain't doing something right, not only can he tell you, but he can go out there and show you. Right. Like, he's done it at that level. So just having that experience was just special. Right. Yeah, how was the play in the SEC? How was the competition? How was it different from the ACC? It's like defensively. Was it more tougher or is just like matchups was more tougher? People more athletic maybe? Well, I mean, I mean, just coincidentally, both both of the years, the year I played in the ACC, I felt like the ACC was the best league in the country. And then the year I played, the first year I played in the SEC, I felt like was the best league in the country. Yeah. I mean, the, that year was Tennessee. They had uh, Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield. Yeah, um, Auburn, that's the year. Yeah. Yeah, that's the year Auburn went to the before Auburn had, um, uh, what's the guard? The little Bryce Brown. Yeah, and, um, yeah. The other guard, Harper, okay, Harper. Yeah, Harper, right. Harper, Auburn was so, tough, too. Yeah, were, Florida was loaded. Kentucky had Tyler Hero. Yeah. P.J. Washington's year was a gauntlet. You figure we went 0-20 in SEC play. So, like, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. <laughs> We didn't get a job, so uh, we were special that year for sure. So it was just, you know, a blessing to be able to play in that, you know, both leagues when they were at their best, I feel like, right. you know. Right. So... So when you was making, so when you was transferring like that, how was your mental state? Because I know it could be hard on you. You know what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of people, um, I know a lot of people really don't know like until like they actually experience it. Because a lot of people talk, you know, talk down on people um, just because they they're not in our shoes. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't know what it's like to play at a high level like that, especially when a camera's always around you. Um, when you're playing in the ACC and the SEC and then playing at George Washington. So how, how was your mental state, bro? Because I know it's, when you when you making transition to transition like that and, you know, had to readjust to, like, you know, the college, the, you know, the campus and new coaches, new teammates, you know what I'm saying? How, how was that? How was your mental, bro? You know, it can be tough. I mean, obviously, you know, when you transfer, nobody wants to transfer. That's what that's what that's what I feel like people don't understand in the media and whatever, right. whatever this perceived notion on transfer. We don't want to transfer. You know, nobody wants to transfer. You know, but at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you. you right. Know? You know, at Van at Syracuse, I had to do what's best for me. You know, when I was at Vanderbilt, I went through a coaching change, and people don't understand how hard it is to go through coaching change. You know, it doesn't matter how good you are or whatever. The other coaches, the new coach is going to bring in his guys, and it is what it is. So, you know, the opportunity that you had with the old coaching staff is probably not going to be the same exact opportunity that you're going to have with the new right. coaching staff. So, you know, if there's a whole lot of different factors that go into transferring and staying mm -hmm. and, you know, weighing your opportunities. And, you know, now especially with this new rule change, which I'm just so happy for these the right. next generation of kids. You don't got to wait here. They have, you know, with no right. penalty. You know, so and I feel like players need to have that power. Players need to have that, you know, weight. Right, you know, right. I, I think. It's right, and I think I knew you was always gonna be good, bro. Because, uh, 
you know, you, you got strong faith in your parents and, and install that in, in you, bro, especially at a young age. When we was playing AAU, remember we used to pray before the games, we used to pray after the games. Your mom always used to, you know, give us like a little daily word and all that other stuff. And uh, we just kept God first. And I think that's what really helped you and helped derail your career to the right path. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's one of the big things. You, you feel me? Yeah, not for sure. You know, just having that that Christian foundation, that Christian background, you know, so, so when, you know, I, I don't know if you remember, but Coach Fields, he used to always tell us, <laughs> Coach Fields always used to tell us to be mentally tough. And I swear, I used to be looking at him like, what do you mean we have to be mentally right, tough? Right, right. But now I get, I'm, you know, in the college basketball atmosphere, the realm, yeah. and going through transferring having to stay mentally strong, like those were some of the most important and impactful words I've ever, you know, I, I take with me yeah. today, you know, and it's crazy. You don't realize until you get in it, you know, when you're young and playing AAU and, you know, j- joking around with your, bo- your boys and everything is all relevant, yeah. you know, you don't really think about and that. We, and that's stuff. the thing, bro. We, I got, look here, look, look, you see this? Dang, <laughs> <the> OG- <laughs> yeah, bro. Hey, I ain't gonna let, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hold y'all. We used to clown all the time. It was bad. It was bad. We used to clown before the game. Like, listen, I remember we was at Wisconsin and uh, we drove in that van for nine hours. Remember that? <laughs> we was we were staring at downtown Chicago for like four hours, dude. So hey, what? Hey, we played like we were supposed to play in the Division One bracket, y'all, but we played in the Division Two bracket. So they can see us lose. All right. This is like eighth grade. Um, I know we get to the championship game, the fourth game of the day, and we were so tired, we didn't even put on our warm ups. We was warming up in hoodies, like just war- <laughs> just, just warming up in hoodies and then just winning the championship and then driving nine hours back home. That's probably one of the best that's probably one of the best experiences ever, bro, honestly. Man, that's what I'm saying. Just the memories that we had, it's just special, yeah. man. That, and that group is just a special right. group, you know. Obviously, our rest in peace yeah, to Jordan, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I think we all did special things. I mean, you see Malik. I mean, he's doing his thing now, playing Ravens, yeah. you know, seven for Ohio State, you know, just graduated from mm-hmm. Harvard. All things. So yeah. it's just a blessing, you know with that group and that you know all of us are you know doing our own collective thing right yeah and then the like during the live period i mean i mean all the coaches used to be at our games y'all especially for this dude right here i'm talking about i'm using a nah. we're using a hotel and like this dude had like four offers in one day it was crazy but <laughs> <laughs> matt you have four nah, that was crazy matt you have four offers in one day bro i was like damn i was like dude this dude is going crazy nah. Huh? We was in Louisville. Yeah, right? yeah, we was in Louisville, bro. Or you went to, I think you went to that, uh, you went to that Philly showcase. Remember? At Reebok. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was Shaq there? Yeah, oh, but like you that. was going was crazy. That was, I know, like, who, I forgot what the schools were. It was like Arizona State, uh, Kansas State, Wake Forest. Oh. Yeah, they all like yeah, offered you in like one day in, in the same day. It was crazy. Yeah, no, that was a crazy. That was just a crazy whole like month. Like I remember I went to Reebok breakout camp, and then Billy Donovan called me. Florida offered me, and after uh, Florida offered me, it was over. 
Yeah. It was so, bro, so what made you what made you commit to Syracuse so early? Because I know you had because you committed to Syracuse before your junior year, didn't you? Yeah, it was like yeah, you, had, you had them offers early. People don't get them offers until like senior year, like junior, senior year. You was getting them freshman and sophomore year. Like what made you choose Syracuse though, bro? At, out of all them colleges that were blowing your phone up. What made you choose Syracuse? Honestly, bro, just the fit. Like, you know, you know, my my visit was electric. Um, you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. See, you hear me? Okay, seeing the place, yeah, seeing the campus, you know, was just electric. And, um, you know, just, you know, being able to talk, you know, sit down and talk with Coach Beheim and for him to have a plan plan for me. I, I remember, you know, they, they, they compared me to, like, Jeremy Grant. You know, come here, be able to dunk, you know, light up the dome. You know, I was an electric, you know, young athletic player. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just think it was the right fit. And uh, that's probably ultimately what made my decision. Yeah, I think you, you was probably the right fit because of that 2-3 zone because you're length. Too, yeah. yeah, so you fit you pro- you fit that program pretty good. Um, yeah, so yeah, you was getting all this attention and stuff, and Syracuse offered you. Uh, I see a boy in here who's is he in the league right now? Is he in the league right now? Your boy in here, I think. For the year because of COVID, and you was going to get your master's there. How was that? Because I knew that was very challenging, only playing there for one year, and y'all had. Well, y'all had games canceled because of COVID and all this other stuff, dealing with the different protocols. So how how was that experience? I know it was a short, short-term experience, but how was that? Man, D.C. is a really cool city. I just wish I could have experienced it without COVID. Right. You know, yeah. um, you know, it was a crazy story. There was one game we had. We were supposed to play UMass. Mm-hmm. And our coach, called, our coach had called a Zoom meeting or whatever. And they canceled the game, not because we had a COVID outbreak, but because the Capitol building was getting stormed. Oh, yeah, right. Man, what? I remember they called. They were like, the Capitol building's getting stormed. And UMass, they pulled up, came off the airstrip, was driving past the Capitol building, saw the Capitol building was getting stormed. They called us and were like, nah, we're going right back to the airstrip. Like, oh, this is crazy. So, yeah, I remember seeing that on TV. crazy stuff like Man, it felt like every single week we were in lockdown. Like some some places, you know, so, somewhere's getting, you know, rioted. Somewhere's getting looted or something's going on. Like there was tanks in the middle of the street. Like it was crazy. It was yeah. crazy. And I remember, uh, so, what, was it during the season where you, you, you got COVID and you, you were in the hospital? Yeah. Yeah, the end of the season I got COVID really bad and it, it ultimately ended my season. But, um crazy oh man so you only you only end up playing what like seven games 12 games i ended up playing like 12 12 games. It? crazy that's oh it, bro. my god yeah that's that's very that's very short bro I'm yeah sure you figure we had like two or three COVID outbreaks you know we had the situation with the capitol building we were on lockdown you know a whole lot of different occasions we were on lockdown because something's happening like crazy yes yeah so you just so you just graduated right and for masters yeah yep yep okay so what's your plan b what's your plan b now well i got my master's in management so um you know after basketball play as long as i can obviously and then after that you know a goal of mine would be would be to work in like the nba front office or you know something like that the athletic director i I have a whole lot of different things i've been thinking about and you know as you as the year starts accumulating, 
my career, you know, whenever that ends and as I get close to that point, you know, I'll definitely sit down and think about what I want to do. But right now it's just kind of just having an open book and being open and optimistic to, you know, everything. Yeah. So yeah, Matt, don't like, like I said, bro, don't listen to nobody, bro. If you want to change, if you want to try and grab an NBA roster spot, bro, do that first. All right. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like you said, you got your masters, you know, you can always fall back on that. But I know your number one, your dream is to play in the NBA. You know, my dream was to play. Oh, 100%. You know what I'm saying? But that's long ago. But you, you got <laughs> you, you, you really got an opportunity to do big things. And one thing that I that I talk about, bro, is like no one thought Jay Sean would be in the league. He's Crazy. Crazy. His story. He started. He first team all rookie. He started. He starts. That's crazy. Saying, so. no, that, that's just crazy to see. Like, that's what I'm saying. You never know. You never. Yeah, that's know. just crazy. He, he literally went and played two years overseas before he even like had an opportunity to play in the NBA, which is crazy. Yeah. He goes plays two years overseas, comes back here, and he's a he's first team all rookie. First team rookie, like, giving Brown buckets. <laughs> crazy, like what? Yeah, <laughs> giving Brown buckets, bro. But yeah, that, like I said, bro, you gotta just focus on that right now. So when is the draft? How long have you been working out in Georgia for? Just, you know, uh, probably like a month and a half here. You know, when I, when I first got out of school and packed my stuff up in my room up, you know, I signed with an agent. And uh, right right at, as soon as I signed with Daryl, I came straight down here and just got to work, bro. Like, that's the biggest thing with me. Like, I'm not really worried about the next step, for, especially for my first year right. out. You know, I'm just more so just better, bro. Like, that's all I really want to do is just keep getting better and then, Whatever opportunities present itself, like we already know, God can open any door possible. So it's just about right. just staying ready. Right, exactly. Just go with, like, I, I'm the type of person to just go with the flow, man, honestly. You know, and that's what, yeah, and then that's the advice I give to you, just go with the flow. And that's what you're doing right now. Um, you know, with yeah. all the stuff you're doing in Georgia and um, just getting ready for the draft. So when is the draft, actually? Is it is it next month? Yeah, it's, it's sometime in July. I'm not quite sure, but uh, I'm not quite sure the exact date. But it's sometime in July. So yeah, but let's say if, just, even uh, if you're just working out. Yeah, even if you don't get drafted, you can still get a summer league spot, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All those opportunities are still open. Like I, I really don't know what's what's the next step yet. Um, you know, I'm just gonna put that in my agent's hands, and like I said, I'm just focused on just getting right. better. That's right, about it. facts, bro, facts. Because yeah, there's a lot of undrafted guys in the NBA right now, and so, some of the guys in the NBA don't even know how to play basketball. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy. So there's some guys in the playoffs crazy. that don't know. How, I've been watching the playoffs. There's some guys in the playoffs that don't know how to play basketball. <laughs> nah, nah, for real, dude. Actually, like, like for real, Milwaukee can use you right now. I agree. You feel me? Like, no, real, real stuff. I'm not blowing smoke. I'm not blowing smoke. Like, for real. They can use you. You can shoot a little bit. And you just always keep that in mind, man. Just always keep that in mind. Yeah, for sure, brother. Always. Yeah, so uh, to end this off, so what, where do you see yourself at in five years? Like, where do you see yourself at in the future? I see myself signed to some NBA team, uh, you know, living out my dream. You know, that, that's what I see. That, you know, that's that's the ultimate goal right now. That's what I'm working for every day. That's what I'm putting the blood, sweat, and tears into to reach that goal. Um, so, you know, I've been praying to God. Hopefully, you know, five years from now, I'm working on my second contract in the NBA, living up the dream.
Okay, man, yeah. Like I said, hey, man, thanks thanks for joining. I appreciate you, man. Uh, I love you, bro. You already know. Thanks, you already know what kind of relationship that we have, family. So um, if you ever need anything or need some advice throughout your process, just hit me. Just hit my phone. And I talked to your mom the other day, so I, uh, I know she's doing good. I know Fred's doing good. So just thanks for joining my podcast. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, man. When I'm back home, we got a link, too. You already know what's up. When we yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just hit my phone, man. I love you, dog. Take care. Yep. Yes, sir. To close out this episode, I'd like to um, just give my condolences to Jordan Kitchen. Uh, he played AU with me and Matt, um, you know, 8th, 9th, and 10th grade. Um, he passed away in 2018. Uh, it's always going to be LL3Zs. And uh, I love you, Jordan. And uh, you forever in my heart, brother. Rest in peace.